0: those dulcet tones of the foo fighters are you guys feeling me are you feeling the absence of big me and hoping it comes in a code update man it's been having a great time here or i've been having a fantastic time with the foo fighters premium machine and i'm gonna get back into that in another episode of don's pinball podcast let's go to the music That's right, everybody. This is a big number. This is big number 40 for Don's Pinball Podcast. Coming to you live from Wisconsin on a Saturday morning. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? I've got a lot of information to talk about. We've got updates from Stern Pinball. We've got updates from Pendretti. Whirlwind is blowing back into town. We've got appearances. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to get to here in just a moment after the drop. So buckle in. Get your latte going. Get that angry alpaca fired up. For now, swinging a drop. What's up, everybody? Man, Foo Fighters week. This is going to be a great month of May. I think people are going to keep getting their games, and every version of it that people are playing is uh, just going to, you know, immensely satisfy. I mean, we were joking earlier on in the release that this is going to be the Godzilla killer, right? And then, of course, nothing can bring that. But you know what? I'm I'm seeing some comparisons as far as like the gameplay and the enjoyment in Foo Fighters. Man, it's awesome, and I've been having a blasty blast of a time with my premium. So. Let's get into some news here, really quick. Uh, with uh, Rush Pin or Rush Pinball, Stern Pinball's Rush, right? So there's this rumor that came out that said production is done, no more rushes for anybody. We're done running that. It's not going to come out. And then there was some official word from some people affiliated with Stern that said it's not technically the case. What it appears to be is that there's no plans right now to rerun uh, the Rush Pinball machine. That doesn't mean that they won't. You know, typically I've seen with Stern that we'll put out a last call when they're going to be done with the game. They did this with Led Zeppelin. This, they put out a notice, last call distributors, we're going to run this one more time, and like that's it, and we're we're shelving it. And so we haven't seen them do that or make that call with a rush, um, but there's nothing here on the production schedule. And that may be because of the just overwhelming response to Foo Fighters, and they're probably looking at their schedule and seeing like how they can fit more production runs in this year. Now, early on, um, January, February, when we got a look at what the production run schedule was looking like for this year with Stern, uh, we saw those two gaping holes for their cornerstones in March and then in September. Otherwise, it was a smattering of, you know, everything else that was in there. Now, these production schedules are in flux, particularly once you get like more than three months out. So um, for what they're saying, there's no plans to run rush again at this time for the near future, but that doesn't mean it may not pop up if there's demand. And, you know, it's strange because this game just won Game of the Year, probably by default, given that the 2022 releases were a little bit light. And I think, you know, Rush was probably is the best game that came out last year. Um, you know, but I would have thought that, you know, they would have came out and said, you know what, we're going to do what video game companies do and release a Game of the Year edition. And I haven't seen this with Pinball yet, but um, I don't know if they could have, you know, a special version that could come out because this game did win Game of the Year, maybe with a you know, different backglass or, you know, some, some sort of mode updates or something or just some cosmetic upgrade um but then i think at this point you know the early adopters for the le's you know you don't want to do anything that's gonna uh, make them seem like their machines less valuable so i don't know if we'll see that in pinball uh, but that was interesting in other rush news we're still waiting on the toppers now the armor has come out the uh shooter rods have come out i i ended up with two of them myself somehow um but we haven't seen toppers. We haven't seen topper production. Um, the Friday updates in the factory haven't shown any topper production. I don't know if we're going to see that. Um, expression lights have been coming out. For sure, distributors have the uh, side armor and the shooter rods. Um, but we're still waiting on the toppers. And, you know that may come out today. Like one might show up in my mailbox. Who knows? I mean, um, but so far we're, that's the one uh, thing that we're still waiting on. Um, and there wasn't anything from the stern production update on Friday video from the factory floor. Uh, moving on to the shooter rods though, there's been some concerns. Um, I saw this pop up in the thread. Um, so the, the resin sculpt of the shooter rod itself, it's got that Starman logo. It's, you know, red, you know, polyurethane or something. Um, so there's air bubbles in it. And uh, I have got two of these rods because I had, I had a pre-order from one place, and then I added one from somewhere else, and I wanted to cancel that first one. Then there was going to be a restocking fee, and I said, you know what, heck it. I'll end up with two. I'll figure out something to do with it. Um, the shooter rod is great it feels good in the hand Um, function is good and it's got the LED lights in it just like the Stranger Things shooter rod which I really really like I'll probably end up putting one on Foo Fighters just for fun in the meantime Um, but there's air bubbles within that resin and so that's been concerning to some people you know it's not just like a clear translucent all the way through Um, one of mine has like a centimeter and a half size air bubble the other one is you know a tiny little wispy one I think it's just a a product of the manufacturing I don't know if there's a way to avoid that Um, but some people have been concerned so I'm bringing the news to you um for me i don't notice it much at all especially when the lights are on so take that with what you would may take that with um you know, but that's something that's out there. One more little bit of news with Rush um, Venom is popping up again. These rumors are percolating now that Foo Fighters has been released. The Pro, the Premium, the Le's—they're in production. They're in high demand, and for good reason. Um, and uh, you know, the uh, launch parties are going on currently. More about that later. Uh, but Venom news is coming back up. So uh, if you remember back to last year, uh, Todd McFarlane, Ozzy Osbourne, and Stern Pinball all went to San Diego Comic Con in July, and the idea was that we were expecting this rumored venom machine to be released then and then nothing happened and then there was the you know months-long process of rolling out james bond and so that may you know production delays or or whatnots or what have you may have jumbled their schedule and then they had to kind of you know pivot to putting uh james bond out there and then you know we know how all that turned out you know so now we're here and so now uh nap arcade just posted that there's rumors that Stern will be back at San Diego Comic-Con this year uh, in July, around the 22nd or so, um, which is a little odd because the last production update had their next cornerstone going on the line in September. So, you know, would they release a game in July and then not go on the line until September? When has Stern Pinball ever done that? You know, come out with a release of what their title is, but not go into production until months, months later. Um, except you know it's exactly what happened with James Bond so maybe I don't know San Diego Comic Con is such a a big media event um, a a big event in the yearly zeitgeist in the pop culture community so I could see where they would want to capture some of that you know and Stern can move their production schedule around I mean they can throw this game on the line in August after reveal in July Um, that's only August would be one month earlier than September which is when we're anticipating it go on so I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that there may be a release or at least. Um, you know, a, a signing and maybe like a teaser video or something just to generate some interest and, and you get those pre orders, those FOMO LE pre orders rolling in uh, for this Brian A. Design game. Hopefully, that's the case. Um, I, I can't wait for Venom. Um, I got my name on a list. So, if this game comes out and it's fire, um, your boy's going to get one. I've got to scramble and find out where I'm going to find the money to pay for this dang thing. Um, but I'm excited if this is like, you know, kind of a brand new comic book release. And, you know, looking back at the early 2000s, that period of Stern where they had a lot of these Avengers and comic book uh, machines come out. You know, they don't play the best for me. I know there's a lot of people that love um, Iron Man, the gameplay that provides. But I didn't have like a big emotional kind of connection to these games. Um, You know, I'm not rushing to play them when I see them at arcades. But with the games that Stern has been producing for the last few years, there's really step up in quality, and I think that speaks to the talent that they have there. Um, so I'm very curious to see, you know, what, uh, you know, Brian Eddie's designed Venom game, if that is what it turns out to be, uh, what it comes out, what it plays like, you know. And, you know, hopefully they've avoided the trope of just going to, you know, a giant Venom bash skull sculpture in the middle of the play field, you know, with a tongue that comes lowers down like the stranger things ramp. But I like what Brian did with uh, stranger things. I just love the projection effects. I think that was fantastic. I still think, still think that's one of the best innovations in pinball that I've seen recently. I mean, I don't know if anybody feels the same way, but like the first time I played it and I saw the projections on the spinners, um, that little swirly pattern, I was, I was taken aback. It was something that I hadn't seen in pinball before. And I enjoyed that. Um, so, uh, and then he had, you know, Mandalorian, which came out, it has its in-game currency. It is what it is. You know, it's got its fans. I've had some good games on it. Um, I don't currently own one. I'm not looking for one currently, but, um, I'm curious to see what this follow-up is going to be. I'm I'm optimistic. I want to see ramps. I want to see a black and white motif with little splashes of red, you know, from the tongue, from the blood. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about what a Venom game could be. So, uh, let's see if we end up seeing that here this summer. That'll be coming up in just a few months. I'm going to move on to the other huge news that dropped, and that was the long-rumored update from Pedretti Gaming uh, to Whirlwind, the old Bally Williams classic. You know, get to the cellar, the spinning uh, plates on the play field, the fan in your face. Uh, so just like with uh, Rudy's Nightmare, the Funhouse upgrade, they've come out with an upgrade kit for Whirlwind. So fantastic. I mean, you know, classic era of games, ones that I grew up with. I mean, Whirlwind is one of the classics, along with Whitewater. Um And I'm glad that they're breathing new life into this. So this is like a huge code update. It adds a ton of modes. It adds wizard modes. And then with the kit, you get hardware upgrades too in the form of art blades and uh, a new LCD screen. Um, And then so there's, you know, uh, updated graphics and things that play during the modes. This whole kit will set you back either $2,200 or slightly more at €2,200 if you're in Europe. Um, That's that Europe tax adding in there. Um, But there's modes, wizard modes, art blades, the LCD screen, and... uh, uh yeah this thing will be available here soon so um pendretti gaming a cool idea you know let's come out with some upgrade kits for people that have whirlwind who is this for i guess anybody that owns a whirlwind and you know enjoys it and plays it regularly and wouldn't mind getting an update i could see this being a good you know investment for you to add some longevity and breathe some life into your game for sure if i had one i'd be totally down with getting this of course, now. Well, I go out and buy a Whirlwind specifically to add this module to it. Well, the time to do that would have been about six months ago when whirlwinds were trading for around four grand. Um, now, uh, I went on to Pinside just recently when this was announced, and the two that were listed for sale were both pending, and I think they were going for around six thousand dollars. So, I think if you were to go out and get a whirlwind now, the demand just skyrocketed, and so probably the price did too. So, I don't know if it's worth paying, you know, two thousand over what sticker recently was uh, for whirlwind. On top of a twenty two hundred dollars uh, uh, upgrade, so that'll be a uh, a value judgment that you'll have to make for yourself. Um, but if you've got a whirlwind, I think this is a good idea. Now, I like what they're doing, coming up with a product, this upgrade for you know your old machine. Um, really, the market for that is these machines that already exist, right? And not only already exist, but already exist in good playable condition and in people's homes that you know are into the hobby and know about this thing to even go in here. Um, hitherto now Chicago gaming company, which is the next topic I'm going to get to, uh, has been the ones to rerun these old games, to make brand new production versions of these old 90 games like cactus Canyon and, and medieval madness and Tack from Mars. Um, but it sounds like, I don't know if it's due to production issues or, or business dealings. I don't have the insight into that, but I've heard the rumor that that's going to be on the way out for Chicago gaming company. Maybe they're going to pivot to making their own games and own machines. I know they will be running uh pulp fiction here pretty soon. So uh, Pendretti Gaming, I've been hearing rumors, is in talks to do reruns of these old games. And I think that would be the angle uh, that I would take. You know, if you're putting this time in to develop these new modes, this new code for these old games, wouldn't it be great if you could offer the whole thing as a package deal? Where you created, you know, recreated the actual machine, plus came integrated with this new code, almost like kind of a uh, Fathom 2.0 model that Haggis Pinball is doing. Um, I could see that working, you know, because uh, what if, you know, fine, if you've got a whirlwind, you can pay for this upgrade, put the kit in, and then there you go. But also, you could have a product line where you can purchase your own brand new, rebuilt whirlwind up to code, up to date, brand new uh, mechanisms and everything, um, you know, just built, and then comes with this mod as well. Uh, so I think that would be a, a way that uh, the market could market share for them could be a lot wider than just people refurbishing older machines. So I'd like to see that play out. Um, still don't know who exactly is making uh, Twilight Zone. I heard it was going to be CGC. Well, first we heard Twilight Zone is coming back, and then we all assumed it was CGC. And maybe it was at one point. Maybe it still is. I don't know for sure. But, um, you know, I could see... You know, Twilight Zone coming back, particularly if there was upgraded graphics, updated modes, or at least that option to play an updated version. I mean, I'd I'd be interested in that all day. So I'd like to see what happens with that. Um, I would like to, it would be interesting now that they have a factory, now they partner with Pinwell Brothers. I think that the marketing and distribution would be there. Um, And I think there would be a demand for, you know, concurrently rerunning these kits and also rerunning the machines with the kits. Uh, Almost like a multimorphic model, right? (laughs) So uh, that would be interesting. Uh, what else do we have to get to today? Foo Fighters. Let's talk about that for a minute. Foo Fighters is amazing. I just did a live stream where I just wanted to highlight um, the modifications that I had put in. You know, originally I was planning on unboxing this machine, having it for a few months, and then when Venom came out, I was going to sell it and move on. But this game is fire, man. This game is fantastic. I've got the Titan bands in there. I've got the Pin Stadium Neo Fusions, um, which are just like blisteringly lighting up the play field. Uh, currently, I only have um, one of the colors connected to a flasher and then the UV, and that alone is blowing my socks off, you know. And there's even more modes that I can do to take full advantage of the Pin Stadium Neo Fusions, uh, not just the the, 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 the basic level Pin Stadiums that I have in my machine. So if you want to check out that live stream and see like what these light shows are doing, particularly to these. Uh, glow-in-the-dark titan bands and rubbers that i put on the machine um it's fairly fantastic now i got the knocker kit because i'm a knocker dude i got the shaker motor because i gotta have that uh what else did i do to this game um uh, oh, I put the pin in there So the sound is on point So this thing is firing on every cylinder I think the only thing left to do is powder coat Now, I just recently saw a YouTube video Of a man that turned uh, uh, a pro into a housewife, basically uh, Got the pro version of uh, Foo Fighters You know, which retails for $6,700 around there And then he went ahead and got in on those Pinball Life sculpts That they had for the Overlord, for the Van Mac And replaced those plastics uh, He powder coated the whole thing into a lime green powder coat um, It looks fantastic he had some other mods and upgrades, and made himself kind of like a, an LE light. Like it's still the pro playfield. Um, so, you know, still doesn't have the uh, the the pop up dead post, but he really did elevate his pro. And so, you know, kudos to that guy because it does look pretty good. I'm doing something similar, trying to take my premium and approach the level of the LE. Now, I'm not going to have the art of the back glass, but I'm going to get the powder coat, and then I already have the playfield and everything. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of into this uh, idea of buying, you know, one trim level below where you'd like to get and then upgrading to get close to that, you know, and then why don't you just buy the LE? Well, you are saving a couple thousand dollars. And so in the end, it comes down to money, you know, Uh, money and availability in in terms of the LE because that is in limited supply, uh, you know, by its nature. And really to get an LE, you got to be on a list ahead of time and really kind of commit to the game before you ever have a choice of playing it if you want to get one of those, especially if it's going to be in demand like this one. I mean, Foo Fighters LE sold out. Uh, But I like the idea of, you know, grabbing a pro and then doing those cosmetic and, um, you know, quality of life upgrades to that machine. And then, you know, for less money than the higher trim level, you kind of approach it. And I did something similar with uh, my Elvira Premium. Um, I went out and got the sparkly 40th anniversary powder coat. I got a dagger shooter rod, and so you know the thing is hitting almost like how the uh, this, the signature edition 40th anniversary edition hits. Now that that machine's twenty five thousand dollars, twenty two to twenty five. You know I paid ten five for mine, and and I've got the look and feel and gameplay of that higher level machine. Now it's not the limited version, but I did save about ten grand. So you know pluses and minuses there you go i liked them on upgrade um i threw in art blades i think that was fantastic oh my foo fighters i forgot i put in expression lights i managed to snag a kit um from a led zeppelin so i've got expression lights pin stadium neo fusions titan bands shaker knocker um and the thing is playing you know fantastic and it's what a great base game it is to begin with so i just want to highlight that fact you know take a look for that guy's video Um, And if you manage to hit those uh, pinball life sculpt mods, man, uh, you hit pay dirt because you got the same look, although not the same functionality um, as the premium. So for myself personally, I like the upper play field. I went premium and I'm I'm upgrading it to get closer to LE um, at a lower price point. So that's my take on it. What else is going on? A lot of stuff in the podcast news industry. So for me personally, I am going to go to a Foo Fighters release party today. Like in a couple hours, I'm going to head down to Madison to IO Pinball, and there's going to be a Foo Fighters release party from noon to four. So if you're in the Madison area and you happen to download and listen to this in the next hour get your butt down there. Uh, Jack Danger is going to be on site. I'm super enthused and, 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 and happy for that. I'm going to come meet the guy. Man, I'm going to give him some t-shirts. Hopefully he can wear them on a live stream. How fantastic would that be? You know, I have like my t-shirt, my design on, on this guy's gorgeous corpse. So uh, that would be fantastic. I'm going to be there. I'm going to get, I got the plastic out of my apron from my Foo Fighters. I'm going to see if I can get the guy to sign it. And then that'll bring me one step closer to my budget LE upgrade that I'm working on with my Foo Fighters. So that's fantastic. That's Happening today. I'm excited. He already posted photos of, of a, a unpopulated play field he's going to bring. So, you know, whoever GCs the tournament today will probably go home with that. And that's fantastic. Hopefully, he's got some swag for us guys that play a little bit more mediocrily, more, you know, the fun casual uh, category of tournament players. So I'm excited for that today. So, boom. So that's happening. Uh, you know, thank you, Wisconsin Pinball Group, Madison Pinball for putting this all together and, and everybody that, that went in to coordinate this cool, cool event. But that's not it. On Wednesday, Wednesday, May 10th, Wednesday, May 10th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., I will be making an appearance at Collision Brewing, in a Collision Bend Brewing in Cleveland, Ohio. that uh, We're going to do an event down there with 216 Pinball. Um, I, I reached out to my friends with Mad Pinball. We're getting th- an event thrown in and coordinated. I'm heading out to Ohio for work and I managed to uh, set up an event that we can all go to um, in Cleveland. So if you're in the greater northeast Ohio or western Pennsylvania region and you want to come hang out and play some pinball on a Wednesday night, uh, 6 to 9, Collision Bend Brewing. They are at 1250 Old River Road in Cleveland, Ohio. Four four one one three if you want to mail them a package for some weird reason um i'm gonna come i'm gonna bring t-shirts stickers keychains magnets and we're gonna be doing some giveaway everybody should be leaving with something i'm, I'm just happy to share this and, and i'm glad people are digging you know the podcast and what i'm doing um you know so we'll be we'll be we'll be kissing selfies and taking babies uh so come on out have a good time uh, that's gonna be fun Also want to give a huge shout out and, you know, heartfelt uh, emotions to my Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much, guys. If you guys don't know, I started a Patreon the last week. There's only one tier. It's $5 a month. It's the buy your buddy a beer level, call yourself a baller level. Uh, If you just want to find a way to, you know, give back and contribute, uh, that just means the world to me. And so I've been dropping some exclusive content on there. Uh, there's a lot of projects that I'm working with with uh, on the merch side of the uh, podcast. I love to make things, design things, and then I like to give them away. Um, I sell my t-shirts just about at cost. It just barely covers shipping. $25, Pinball Podcast at gmail.com. I've got two different designs. I've got the skull designs with the uh, mushroom pop bumpers. I've got the Fathom-inspired mermaid shirt, and I got a brand new graphic that this morning, I just got the final proof back. And so that will be going on merchandise soon. And so what I've been thinking of doing, and what I've been doing with the the mermaid shirt, is kind of looking at some classic pinball games, and how I can kind of take art inspired from that and then come up with uh, my own in connection with my artists that I have online and I come up with some cool designs some like trippy interesting things it's not just a logo on a t-shirt i want to do a little bit more i love the full front graphics on the shirts so that's what i'm doing so gorgar is my next one, and I just got the graphic in. It blew my mind. Um, This guy does great work. It's very kind of trippy, a little psychedelic. There's snakes involved. There's skulls. There's a woman, and there's Gorgar there prominently featured. So I'm releasing that image to my Patreon subscribers this morning, and then I'll put it up on the the Facebook page later today. I'm going to be sending in orders for T-shirts for this. So if you want a new Gorgar-inspired graphic, it's fantastic. It'll be the full front of the shirt. We'll see Don's Pinball Podcast on it. Um, it's going to be fire. $25 delivered to your door in the U.S., domestic, international. You know, we'll talk about shipping. Sometimes it's it's like 30 bucks just to ship. So I don't want to eat that whole cost. Um, but I may be in your neck of the words also because I am going on a European tour in the month of June. So if you live in the U.K., if you're in Paris, north or south, Spain, Barcelona, Italy, uh, Switzerland, uh, or western Germany, hit me up. Um, Invite me to your arcade. I want to come by. I want to play. I want to grab a pint. I want to drop some tokens. I want to drop some jetons. I want to drop some pound sterling. Drop some euro coins. Uh, Drop some Swiss francs in your machines and, you know, play and see what what it's like over there, you know. So I've reached out to some people in the London area, so I'm going to coordinate on some times and meet up. Um, I'll release more of that on the Facebook page, so be sure you're following. The last time I checked, I've got 198 Facebook followers, and wouldn't it be great to put myself over the top over 200? If you haven't followed, go ahead and click a like and follow on the Facebook page at Don's Pinball Podcast and email me at Don's at gmail.com. Come to Collision Bend Brewing on Wednesday night. Come to IO Arcade in a couple of hours. Um, you know, come find me in Europe. You know, we'll, we'll hang out. Uh, we'll go to I don't want to go to the pay toilets, uh, but we'll go to the pay arcades and we'll play some games competitively. I'm bringing some merch with me. If you meet me, you at least get stickers because I always have those on me. Uh, give me your news, give me your views, give me your reviews that you can't fare to lose. Okay. Um, i think that's all i have for this morning i'm gonna go get ready i gotta get changed i gotta go meet mr jack danger hopefully there'll be a selfie up on the site later today hit me with your thoughts Boo fighters premium that was the best level for me to get into i can put some upgrades into there and i'm close to the le level without dropping the le money and then venom's gonna come around and i'm gonna throw all that to the wind and go in on le what what i'm on the list so we'll see what happens Thank you for joining me, everybody. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. Hit me up when you can. Oh, I'm feeling it.